Hello friends, Mel Jeffcoat here at 7.36 p.m. on a Friday. And today I wanted to read to you a really lovely set of passages from the book that I was reading this morning, which I've already read, but I'm going back through it and taking notes. Uh, it is John Ruskin, who I've mentioned before, The Elements of Drawing. And I think I may have quoted from this in an earlier ep episode, but... Um, I'm into the section where he talks about drawing from nature, and he explains why in previous exercises he has encouraged uh, the student to always be paying a lot of attention to foliage on trees. And this is why. I'm going to read from this now. It's modes of growth present simple examples of the importance of leading or governing lines. It is by seizing these leading lines, when we cannot seize all, that likeness and expression are given to a portrait, and grace and a kind of vital truth to the rendering of every natural form. I call it vital truth because these chief lines are always expressive of the past history and present action of the thing. And then he gives several examples um, with some very beautiful prose, but it's kind of long, so I'm going to skip to the next bit. Now, remember, nothing distinguishes great men from inferior men more than they're always, whether in life or in art, knowing the way things are going. Your dunce thinks they are standing still and draws them all fixed. Your wise man sees the change or changing in them and draws them so. The animal in its motion, the tree in its growth, the cloud in its course, the mountain in its wearing away. Try always, whenever you look at a form, to see the lines in it which have had power over its past fate and will have power over its futurity. These are its awful lines. See that you seize on those, whatever else you miss. So what he's describing here is being able to see the history of everything just by looking at it. And in literature, that this is a um, ability that Sherlock Holmes is written as having. Right? He looks at a man's hand and immediately can tell you his entire history and habits and whether or not he's the murderer. Um, and the things in the, in the Sherlock Holmes stories are a bit exaggerated because, um, I think he sees more than, than is there, but it makes for good stories. But still, the more you observe and the more you follow a particular thing, um, pay attention to a particular thing, the more that you can see these lines for yourself. If you, for example, have watched a tree grow from a tiny seedling over the years, and you've seen it grow and develop and paid attention, then you can see how it got to its larger size, um, how, how the seedling carried the image of that larger size with it, and the, the 
possibility of it, the promise of it. And so with enough experience, you can look at things and you can see their history on them. Uh, and this is true for people too. You know, we all carry our past with, our, with us and we, it affects how we interact with the world, how we interact with other people, the way that we carry ourselves. And if you are spending, if you have spent a lot of time observing people and thinking about what their behaviors, even very tiny behaviors mean, and if you've seen enough examples, you can start to understand. And so when you see somebody behaving a particular way, then you might have a good idea of what led to that behavior. And this is a lifetime's work. I don't claim to have uh, much facility with it, but I, there are certainly times where I can look at a person and go, ah, there, this person has had a bad experience with men. I can tell by the way that she is acting, interacting with the men around her, for example. Um, and there are many other ways. And I always like when I'm out walking around in like the woods or something to try to find the stories behind the things that I see. Like there is a jagged broken off branch, then I'm looking for where fell and trying to decide, trying to figure out what caused it to fall and sort of get that whole chain of events possibly. Or if there are tracks, like got a, a bit of a mud flat and you see some bird tracks, they seem to just be walking along and then there's sort of a confusion in the mud and then a few feathers and maybe some other tracks going away and you've got a pretty good idea what happened to that bird, right? Uh, so building up these stories, these images of things that have happened by what we can see around us and also going forward and saying, oh, with a few more years, that house will collapse, for example, if it's not, if it's not dealt with. Um, this is a very useful skill. It's absolutely necessary if you have any interest in being an artist, because as Ruskin writes, if you can capture this history and this future all in the moment, then what you draw will have a life to it. Uh, rather than just being lifeless shapes on a paper. But even if you don't have any artistic interests, I still think it is a very useful skill to develop. Uh, if you're a writer, then being able to see the beginnings and the ends and, and all the points in between, it's going to help you build better characters. And it's going to help you um, with 
your world building. It will help with everything, really. And I can, I think pretty much anything creative or even anything that involves any work that involves dealing with other people or with plants or animals. So pretty much almost everything that you can do in this life would benefit from developing this ability to see uh, the past and the present and the future all together. Um, so is this something that you know how to do? Have you ever thought to try it? And I want to challenge you next time next time you go out and take a look, take a good look at the things around you and see how much of their past you can discern and how much of their future you can uh, predict. And if it's if it's some place that you're going to be staying for a while, like in your hometown, that you're not planning to move, then keep an eye on the things and see how your predictions turn out. Anyway, that's all for today. Until next time, keep exploring.